Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The long way or the shortcut? Which way would you prefer to take? Probably the shortcut, because it's going to save you something in some way. And we're very likely to take sensible shortcuts, like when you're driving and your phone tells you that there's a whole route that will save you half the time to get to where you're going. And of course, you're going to take that shortcut. But are we so quick to take shortcuts that we know to be sinful? Would you cheat on a test if you knew that you would otherwise get a failing grade on it? Would you throw somebody else under the bus for your own subpar performance? Would you steal something that you know no one's ever going to notice is gone or even know that it was you? We know that the answer should be no, but we may struggle to actually say no. Jesus himself was at a crossroads between taking a sinful shortcut or continuing on his path when some Pharisees came up to him and warned him about Herod's murderous threats. Either continue on his way to Jerusalem and remain in danger or take the shortcut to save his own skin. However tempting it may have been for Jesus to take that shortcut, he did not. Instead, he remained determined to go to Jerusalem on the path of danger and on the path of rejection. Also, he could accomplish his goal, and he would crush every shortcut along the way that would have taken him away from that goal. You see, Jesus, he needed to go to Jerusalem so he could be our Savior. So it was there in Jerusalem where his sacrificial death on the cross and his rising from the grave on the third day would have him become our Savior. But as he was en route to Jerusalem, he found himself in a bit of a pickle. Behind him was King Herod, breathing murderous threats and posing a very real danger in the regions where he reigned, like Galilee. And ahead of Jesus to where he was going was the city of Jerusalem with the historic practice of killing God's prophets and stoning those who were sent to her. You see, Jesus was surrounded by danger to his very life as long as he remained on that journey to Jerusalem. The only way that he could have saved himself from that danger was to get away from it, to live a quiet life away from Herod and from Jerusalem, you see. And if you were in Jesus' sandals, would you have continued on your way to Jerusalem knowing the danger that you were in? I mean, could you imagine if our own state's governor was personally gunning for you? Or if the city's inhabitants were expected to fatally mistreat you? You would likely take whatever sinful shortcut that showed itself to save your own skin because we want to live. We don't want to die an early death. That's not what Jesus did. Instead, he continued on to Jerusalem despite the path of danger that he was on because he knew that to take any shortcut would have not just prevented him from going to Jerusalem. It would have taken him away from accomplishing his goal, even if it was for the noble reason of self-defense. But ironically, such dangers were actually necessary for Jesus because it would only be by dying on that cross and rising from the grave that he could accomplish his goal to be our promised Savior. And so Jesus was determined. 
determined to go to Jerusalem on that path of danger. And as he journeyed, he was not going to change a single thing either. As he told that sly fox, Herod, that he would continue to draw the public's attention by driving out demons and healing people of their sicknesses. He would be given a public welcome on Palm Sunday when they shouted to him as they would to the Messiah himself the words of Psalm 118, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Jesus would continue on his journey until he finished it on that third day when he rose from the grave in Jerusalem. And there was no amount of danger along the way that could tempt him to take any shortcut take him away from being our Savior. But you see, there's another reason why Jesus was so determined to go to Jerusalem. And that's because of his love for sinners like you and me. It's in these verses we hear Jesus describe or compare his love for sinners to that of a mother hen wishing to gather her chicks under her wings. And typically a mother hen will do this for one of two reasons. To protect them from dangers that they can't protect themselves from. Or to care for them, like keeping them warm on a cold night. In the same way, Jesus wishes to gather children together, that is sinners, so he can care for them and protect them as only the Lord can. But Jerusalem's inhabitants, they were not willing to be gathered in this way. In fact, they would even go one step further and completely reject Jesus altogether. But it wasn't just Jerusalem's inhabitants that would do this. You see, it is every sinner, including ourselves before we come to faith, wanting nothing to do with Jesus in any way. And long before Jesus set foot for Jerusalem, he knew the rejection that he was going to face by the very people he came to save and wished to gather under his wings. Again, picture yourself in Jesus' sandals. Would you continue on to Jerusalem just so you could be rejected? To have your very heart torn in two by the ones that you so dearly love? Probably not. After all, as we can attest ourselves, it is oftentimes that heartache is the worst ache of all that there is out there. And yet here again, Jesus was determined and kept on going to Jerusalem. Because he knew that if he would have taken any other path, he would not have been able to gather any kind of sinners under his wings in any way. And so he went to Jerusalem on the path of rejection, crushing every shortcut that came along the way to save himself from that pain and that sadness. To hear the Palm Sunday crowds that welcomed him with the words of Psalm 118 to say later that same week, crucify, crucify him. To see his own 12 disciples scattered to the four winds when he was arrested in the Garden of Gethsemane. To even be rejected by his Father in heaven when he hung on that cross. There's only one reason why Jesus did all this. Because of his love for sinners like you and me. The Holy Spirit has since conquered our unwilling hearts and converted us to be children of our Lord. Because of that, we also find ourselves in a new place, gathered together under the wings of our Savior Jesus. 
is under those wings that we receive what he wishes he could have given to those Jerusalem inhabitants. Whereas under his wings where Jesus protects us from the guilt of our sin with the forgiveness he won on the cross and from the dangers of the world around us with his almighty protection. Under his wings, Jesus cares for us as he provides for our bodies with our daily bread and for our souls with his life-giving word. And again, why does he do all this? One reason. Because of his love for you and for me. You see, Jesus was determined to go to Jerusalem on the path of danger and the path of rejection so he could accomplish his goal to be our Savior and to gather sinners under his wings. He was determined to crush every sinful shortcut that came along the way that would have taken him away from accomplishing that goal. And he was sure to accomplish it all the way to the bitter end to walk the path that God laid out for him. You and I also have a path that the Lord has laid out for us. But it doesn't lead to Jerusalem, you see. Instead, it leads to our home in heaven. Guided along the way with his word, with our every thought, word, and action, how we can live for our Lord as we progress to our heavenly home. But just like Jesus, we're going to have any number of sinful shortcuts come up along the way that want to take us off course. That promise to save us from pain and hardship, from rejection and heartache and so much more. When those shortcuts come, Will we take them at the expense of God and his word? Or will we remain on that fraught, filled path to our home in heaven? I pray that we remain determined, as Jesus was, to continue on to Jerusalem, that we too may continue on to our home in heaven. I pray that we may also be as determined to crush every sinful shortcut that comes along the way so we don't get detoured into something else. But I also know how hard it is to say no to those shortcuts. To not give in to what our sinful nature so desperately wants. And when you find yourself at that crossroads between heaven and somewhere else, remember whose wings you're under. Under Jesus, whose determination brought him to Jerusalem despite the danger and the rejection, just so he could be your Savior. Remember what you have while you're under those wings. God's blessings, his protection, and all that he does to care for you. Then, then ask yourself this question. Is it better to take that sinful shortcut and to leave the wings of my Savior or to crush that sinful shortcut and remain beneath his wings? It's better by far to remain beneath his wings, of course. Therefore, let us be determined that as we journey to our home in heaven, we do so beneath the wings of our Savior Jesus, and that let we also crush every sinful shortcut along the way. Amen.